Hey there, this is Brooke Boone, founder of Holy Yoga, and I'm so glad that you're with us for our podcast, Going Deeper podcast series. And these are uh, just, you know, 10 or 12 minute brief conversations just to support some of the uh, work that the ministry is doing and really kind of setting the seed and the truth of who we are in Christ in the hearts of those who listen. So grateful for you listening, thankful for you being a part of it. And, you know, just a little caveat, like this is real time, this is real life. So if you hear a, hopefully not a doorbell, or if you hear (laughs) a landscaper in the background, this is just who we are. And this is just what we're doing, just bringing the word uh, as simply as we can manage and knowing that the Lord will do a good work with it. So thanks for being here. This month, we get to talk about identity. And we have have um, a dear, one of my very best friends with us today, but a friend of mine, a friend of Holy Yoga's, um, her name is Renee Wooster, and she's with us uh, to talk about identity, and we just could not be more thrilled. She uh, does a lot of good work with her husband, but also on her own as a speaker and a mentor, a consultant. She's really a leader's leader, and uh, you can learn more about her and what she's up to at DawnAndRenee.com. But over the next 13 days, our 13 days, we'll be chatting with her, and I uh, know that it'll bless me me to get to do it, and I pray that it'll bless you. So welcome to your Identity um, podcast series for Going Deeper. Hi, Brooke here, and I'm back with Renee. Hello there. Hi. That was fun. Yeah. The last one was fun. This one's going to be even more fun. Today we get to talk about the mystery of Christ, and uh, in the devotional, the scripture is from the message, 1 Corinthians 13, 9, it says, we know only a portion of the truth, and what we say about God is always incomplete. You know, you take that out of context and you're like, well, there's not a lot of hope in that statement, right? Like you're like, wow, okay. But it really does point us to the mystery of Christ, right? Like I love that um, in the devotional, the first line of the inspiration says, um, one of the most captivating and exhilarating aspects of finding our identity in Christ is that it can't be defined in black and white terms by a job title, an income level, even race. Hmm. While those things do play an important role in our story. The need to be concrete about our place here is an earthly tendency to give us a false sense of security, right? So this idea that no matter, the more we know, the less we know yeah. about God, right? so true. <laughs> the mystery of Christ. Yeah. Um, and so how do we anchor an identity, which seems like a concrete yeah. thing. We talked about in our last time together that that's ever increasing and ever changing. But identity seems like one of those things that should be an anchor, right? But it's actually anchored in mystery. And so you, as you suggested, Hey, let's look up the definition of mystery. And so, uh, for our listeners, the word mystery, um, from this is Webster's dictionary. It says the very first definition, which I thought was interesting is a religious truth that one can know only by revelation and cannot fully understand. Mm. Um, An an alternate definition is profound, inexplicable, or a secretive quality or character of such things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're to root our identity in Christ, but Christ at his core essence, as concrete as he, he came and right. was and right. spoke and saw and you know the whole thing right but he's profoundly mysterious so how do how do we how do we anchor into something yeah. that seems like it moves yeah especially in an age of knowing right we're we're in an information um age 
And so at our fingertips, even as we started this, we look up on our computer and our phones to find out what the mystery is, what it means, right? right. So, give me definition. Right, give me definition. Right. And at our fingertips. <laughs> yes. And so it's an interesting thing because I think when Christ leaves and he says, I'm going to give you greater things than what you've had with me, and the Holy Spirit is the unknown, yeah. right? The third part of the Trinity to go, what, what will it be like to have the Holy Spirit in us and with us? Mm. And there's a mystery side to that, right? Even as Christ is leaving, he's telling us that there's something greater that's coming. Yeah. But it's mysterious. Yeah. So that's part of, I think, our uncomfortableness with the Holy Spirit, too, is to go, well, it leaves us wide open to something that you go, well, what, what will that mean? Yes. And what that requires of us is the, I love that line, the incomplete knowing. And so think about how that's contrasting to where we're at right now. Mm. We mm-hmm. want complete knowing yep. before we do a lot of things. We want complete knowing before we marry. We want complete knowing before we make an investment. We want complete knowing before we're friends of somebody. We want complete knowing before we travel. I mean, you can just go down the list of everything that even in what we're doing now, it's so funny to think about an age because, you know, we have kids now that go their, their entire life. They've always had a phone. Think about how different that will be for them than it is for the people who like us that remember a time where we didn't have that, where you would go on a trip and you go, so I hear this is a really great restaurant. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Right. That there was a time when it was word of mouth or you read something in the newspaper, but it's a very different age right now to understand the mystery part. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's playing into where we're at right now currently because mystery means the requirement of mystery means that you won't know the requirement. Well, and it's not measurable. Right. right. So then we go, not only do I need to know, but then it's got to be proven. Right. Right. So there's right. this burden of proof that comes with the knowledge. We don't just stop at knowing. Right? right. And so I love that the scripture says we know only a portion of the truth. Mm. Like and, and this mystery has to be imparted. I mean, that's what it said. It's not right. it's not found out. It's not yeah. knowledge. It's it's experience. It's face to face. It's what happens in the inner sanctuary of my own heart when yeah when this mystery of Christ invades. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. yeah. But if I, I need to know how, I think that's a, you know, unfortunately, I think people don't enter into the discipline of the unknown because yeah. they're so desperate. So, right. So do you think it's that we need to know how? Is that what you think the, the angst is with the mystery? Is it that we need to know how it I will I think work? that's the angst, but I think the true surrender and let go is is what's required for that kind of revelation and Mm -hmm. that kind of knowledge and entrance to so I think that that is the tension and the angst because I think we believe that we need to know how to do it and the Lord's like just lean back you know this is how we do it we surrender for advancement in the kingdom so I think we know maybe we've been told what we need to do yeah um but we do yeah not what we were told to do and lean back, but we keep doing and working and striving. And I think that is the mm. angst. Yeah. A lot of times. Yeah. I think that I, th- what was it you said in there? Oh, the, the idea of not knowledge, but, um, burden of proof, burden of proof, is but that- also the idea that f- what faith requires of us, it's like when you, if, if you would ask me how I've experienced Christ, 
how have I been with him? It would not be explainable. Right. Which is true of, it's true for a lot of faith things when you think about it with mystery or an experience. Like if you had any experience, you've had an experience on a roller coaster and you go, tell me about how that was. I could tell you about it, but it's not the same as when you put your feet all the way in, when you get on the ride, when uh, whatever the thing is that is required of us for faith, which all of these things are sensory they're kind of this place where you go, I can explain it to you, but it's not until you're in the seat. It's not That's until right. you're in the river. It's not until you're climbing the mountain, until all those things happen to you that you experience the revelation. And I the think, grace. right, the grace, but also the knowledge of what happens, but that's experiential knowledge. Yep. It's not this, you know, theological thing where you go, I now know enough. You go, mm. it's actually, I'm alive because there's all these other things that happened to me, the way that I taste and felt and and that makes sense because when I ask you about um, a thing that happened to you when you were younger in your life, like if I said, what was it like to go to your aunt's house or your grandma's house or something like that? Okay. What you remember about it is the feeling that you had. Mm-hmm. You might remember like a bookcase or a gumball machine or, you know, you might yeah. remember something yep. in her house. But what you'll mostly remember is a feeling. And that's an interesting thing because as we experience things, you go, we have to enter in in this way that the the mysterious way is like this place that it opens all of us up. And I think there's an uncomfortableness, obviously, with mystery where we go, you won't know. And you go, what's that like to not know? It'll feel a lot like not knowing. (laughs) (laughs) but wait a minute I don't I don't know how to I don't know how to feel that well yeah you do because you don't know right now so don't worry about it you're fully yeah available to it yeah so I think the opening up for us in the mystery of Christ for our identity is this place inside of us that we have to acknowledge that God is God and we are not Mm, that's right and that's that's a deep core place inside of us Mm mm-hmm I mean, it's so basic that it starts from the Garden of, Garden of Eden. Absolutely. I was going to say it's that, it's that disruption because up until, right. up until Genesis 3, there was no separation. But right. you see right away, right from the fall, like the interruption of relationship. You right. see death. You see pain in life, yeah. childbirth, and yeah. you see toiling. Yeah. On the earth that none of those four things. So that's an infraction on the equanimity. Like God created in his mm-hmm. perfection. Yeah. Like everything breathed equanimity. So the infraction had this like incredible thing and it's still going on inside of us because all right. of a sudden our heart, soul, mind and strength, they're fragmented inside of ourselves. Mm-hmm. So it's that mystery. It's like the great mystery of like God can come in and sweep those things together and bind those things together and like right. do the good work of reconciliation. But that's mysterious. Yeah. That's not, you're not going to see the Holy Spirit float into your heart. You know what yeah. I mean? That's a, yeah. that's a, a tangible thing. Right. So we're, um, we have one minute yeah, left, but tell me how, Im- <laughs> tell me how important the word of God is to mm. experiencing the mystery of Christ. How paramount. Yeah, I think that is, an important part of the process because there's so many things that we can enter into that could give us a a temporary fix, Mm -hmm. a place of satisfaction for a period of time. Mm -hmm. But I think the word of God is the bumpers. It's Mm -hmm. like the bumpers up on the bowling lane. Like if you don't have those, you'll, you'll gutter a lot. Yep. And I think you'll go back and forth 
and you won't know. But I think the centrality, the Lord asks us to know the word, not because he wants us to know rules and regulations. I think that's what the Pharisees were about. <clears throat> but I think he wants us to know those things because he knows it's central for us to stay dependent on anchor. him. Yeah, it's the anchor. It's the light. And it's what he says. It's his nature. Yeah. You know? And, right. and if we're talking about that there's a part inside of us mm-hmm. that is going to respond to God because he pl- He is the creator. Yeah. Right? His imprint is on us. That as we, the word of God is spoken to that place inside of us, that thing comes alive because it. the Bible, I mean, the centrality of God's word is yeah. cannot be overstated and not in a religious dogmatic way, but yeah. in a way that says, this is the thing that separates bone from marrow. This is the thing that tells me who I am in my inmost place because it reveals to me the heart of my father. Yeah. It tells me who I am. My identity is expressed in the word of God. Mm-hmm. And then the power that holds all of this thing together. Yeah. This thing is myself. This thing is the cosmos. This thing is my friendship. I mean, all of it is found in the power and authority in the word of God. So, you know, especially when we're talking about mystery and spirituality, it's like not in a dogmatic way, but anchor to the word of God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Psalm says, what? Thy word is a lamp unto Unto my my feet feet. and a light unto my path. Amen. It's talking about where we're going. It's important that we would know it while we are also open to the revelation, to the mystery of God. To the mystery. Yeah. So I think they go hand in hand with one another. Yeah. So good. I really like you. I really like you too. I really like you. All right. Join us tomorrow. Yeah. This is so great. It's good to be with you. Yeah. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.